0: New South Wales Police Minister David Elliott. David good morning to you mate. Good morning Marcus. Just on this and I know it's obviously not your area Per se, but uh, look, there are going to be further calls, and I can hear them getting louder for further support uh, measures to be put in place from a federal level. Um, whether it's the recall of, of JobKeeper or, or whatever it ends up being, if we're if we're locked down any longer than the next couple of weeks, it's going to be it's just going to be dire for the ec- uh, the economy. Uh, t- a quarter of a million people have been effectively directed. Now we've shut down our construction industry. It's you know these are really. Well, I hate to use the word, but they're unprecedented these times.
1: Well, they are very difficult times for us. And, um, uh, and uh, as I remarked last week, I think uh, the fact that we've got such a low unemployment rate um, in Australia at the moment is, um, is has been a blessing. But yes, you're right. I mean, pausing an economy like uh, like Sydney for uh, for a couple of weeks is always going to hurt. Yeah. Uh, and we've got to make sure we get the balance right between making uh, employees. Uh, sustainable and that allow them to be in a position that they can immediately go back to work as soon as the economy opens up again, and of course the burden on the taxpayer for so because it's going to be our grandchildren that are going to be paying for this pandemic which is which is a tragedy but i I, I think um, I, I disagree with what chris just said I, sure. I think the, the prime minister and the premier have got it right, I think this package um, it will be helpful. I've only had positive feedback from my constituents over, over the course of, over the weekend. Yep. Um, and I think it's important people know that, you know, we've, we've got to prepare ourselves for the return to normalcy and, and mm. the Australian economy, remember, Marcus, is fundamentally strong. This, 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 uh, this pandemic isn't, isn't creating any, um, any, any, any long-term changes to, uh, To uh, the the way that we um, we do business, because you know there 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 are no there are no structural changes. It's not as if we've had some massive big natural disaster that's wiped out the mining industry, or that uh, you know an entire class of worker is somehow removed. That's
0: true. With respect, David, that is true. But uh, I mean, I'm concerned too about those part-time, casual, gig economy workers and. You know, look, you're absolutely right. We are lucky that we, we, you know, due to our uh, minerals and our resources, that overall our country will come out from the other side. Um, I just wonder sometimes whether, you know, we're, we're doing enough uh, on a social level uh, for those that are, because we also, yes, we have a good employment rate, but we also have a very high underemployment rate, that is part-time and casual workers, and they're the ones who have effectively, even though there are payments available, you know, some of these payments, I'm told, David, you know, barely scratch the surface of paying rent, and I know, I know that's not a necessarily a state uh, government responsibility, but, you know, we, we just really, Really need to protect these people. I don't want to see. Well, well you're right. Yeah,
1: you're right, and that's that's why Marcus um, Dominic Perata has introduced the um, uh, the pause on 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 evictions, yes. so they people yep. can't be kicked out of their home if they don't if they don't pay rent, and I yep. that's an important message for us to get to the landlords across the across the state. But uh, I mean, there is there is light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, we're all focusing on what we're coping with for the next two or three weeks, which mm. is which is right and proper. But you know, we've just cracked ten. Ten million doses vaccine doses, so yep. we've just last night a million more arrived in the country and to, and in august they're expecting us to be doing um, well over um a million a week in uh, in vaccines so the way the numbers are going, there's no reason to believe that, you know, come spring, we, regardless of what happens with the current out- outbreak, come, come the spring, we, we should be at that magical 70 to 80% of the population vac- vaccinated, which, 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 which hopefully will make COVID a distant mm, yes. memory for us uh, at Christmas.
0: Yeah. Do we have a, a few issues with um you know what's acceptable and not uh, look i noticed again and uh, i think we notice it every time there is a, a lockdown as such you know but pictures of people gathering on mass in places like bondi and yeah. and and other eastern suburbs areas where people obviously work, that's where they do their exercise around the beach at the promenades and they do the walks etc um, but the problem I think I'm seeing, David, is the lingerers, those who... Oh, it's
1: crazy. And, and, and Marcus, I've just been briefed by the police before yeah. I come on air with you, and, and they're telling me that, you know, there were people at Bondi Beach yesterday that were were, were were shuffling a volleyball between their feet while they were lying on the beach trying to argue with the police that they were exercising, and lying on the beach and doing one push-up when the police walked past them lying down again. That's okay. just not on. It's against no, the spirit of no. the law. Yeah. Um, so I think you'll find that the police are going to take a much stronger and much more disciplined approach um, uh, when it comes to the eastern beaches the, during the weekend the people of Fairfield and Bankstown were brilliant, absolutely brilliant they complied with um, uh, the letter of the law and it yeah. was fantastic but we didn't see that in the eastern suburbs and the, be- the northern beaches on the weekend yeah. and so I've been in contact with the Commissioner and, uh, and Senior Police over the course of, uh, of the evening and, uh, and I'm going to be making sure that the eastern suburbs does it bit now because the irony is the majority of complaints I'm getting are coming from residents of the eastern suburbs who are just petrified that there'll be uh, an and that right there
0: well, that's true, uh, absolutely. And we know yesterday the weather in Sydney was around 19, 20 degrees. It was beautiful, that wind, those westerlies that were bitter on Saturday had stopped. And I, I could see it coming, to be honest, I could see it. Uh, you know, beautiful morning yesterday and people getting out and about and enjoying the sunshine, which you're able to do, but you're only allowed to be out for an hour. You you need to exercise in pairs and, and no groups, and you're absolutely right. No volleyball on the beach, uh, none of this, you know... Uh, grabbing an inch and taking three miles when it comes yep. to doing ridiculous push-ups and then arguing with police. I mean, you're going to yep. cop a fine. Simple as that. Yep.
1: That's exactly right. And and yesterday, last night, we, we, we had to issue eight infringement notices to a, a bloke up at Seahampton and up, up and, uh, on, on the way to the Central Coast because he'd uh, decided to have eight people around for a religious ceremony in his house and oh, complete okay. defiance to the health orders. And uh, yeah. it, just, it beggars belief that people ha- aren- aren't listening to the rules and understanding why we have the rules. nobody, The police don't like um, implementing these uh, regulations. They want the community to be healthy and safe and happy as much as any organisation does, probably even more, because it makes their life uh, easier. But um, we have these regulations given to us by experts to make sure that we can get back to our normal lifestyle
0: as quickly as possible,
1: and that's the message we're gonna to have to issue out again today uh, to those that just wanna push the envelope.
0: All right, look, uh, I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't ask, and I say with the utmost of respect, because I know how difficult Difficult things have been for people like the Premier of New South Wales, but front page today, um, the story about whether or not Gladys Berejiklian should have been masked up out the front of a, a cafe on the North Shore. Um, I don't know, you prepared to make a comment on this? Will uh, will the Premier oh, have is, some I mean, explaining to do? Um, or?
1: Marcus, I've looked at the story and I can't see, and, I, and even the Daily Telegraph journalist acknowledges, there's, there's no breach there. She's allowed to go to on a walk with one other individual um, as long as it was within 10 kilometers of her home and uh, and uh, I, I can't see her uh, anywhere near the
0: coffee does stand. Does it not so say I'd... though, with respect David, does it not say though that you need to be wearing a mask out, out the front of a cafe even if, uh, I mean I'm having a look here, outdoors That's, It
1: does say that but I, I yeah. haven't seen the photo where she's she, where she's in line at the cafe. Okay.
0: Yeah. Oh, look. Look again. It's it's not going to make the sky fall, and uh, perhaps perhaps you know it's maybe being a little overcritical. I'm prepared to, uh, in all honesty, uh, cut the premier a bit of a, a break here, and Dr. Kerry Chat and others who have obviously, like yourself, uh, been extremely uh, been under extreme pressure. There's no doubt about that. And uh, you know, I think criticism where it's due, but in this instance, um, again, I think maybe we're prepared to just. Maybe just let it go, uh, because you Yeah,
1: right. I mean, it's, again, there's, there's, there's always going to. Do you know what the police are saying to me, Marcus? Yeah. They, they, are happy, and this is an important message for your, um, for your listeners. Mm-hmm. They are happy to use the discretion whenever they can. In fact, I think they want to use it. Yeah, of course. Don't be belligerent though. When they're issuing yeah. the tickets, it's because they've got some smart alley. Person to say to them, you can't tell me what to do. Yeah, what well, I'm entitled or, or try to quote the law to them. And when you're belligerent, mm. and that's when the, that's when you get in trouble with the police. Just you, you, you take the fine, and if it's incorrect, you go to your local member of parliament or go to court. I mean, I, I, my, my my office is open to anybody who yeah. thinks that they've been given a fine incorrectly, and if they can prove that they've been given it incorrectly. But you know, the police are doing a tough job. Don't be belligerent. Don't be a smart aleck to them the way that we've seen at, over the course of the weekend, because they, they they're just trying to do the job to keep you
0: and your family safe. Well no absolutely. And if you you know you you don't follow a, a directive given to you by a, a police officer then I'm sorry but you're asking for a fine and that's simply you can't be any clearer than that. Just follow <laughs> the rules. Exactly right. We might not agree with them all but yep. unfortunately that's the way things are at the moment. David, thank you for coming on, appreciate Always it. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Thanks Mark. Talk soon there he is the New South Wales Police Minister David Elliott.